the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your calendar is not off. It is not Monday, but nevertheless, we are going to speak today with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management, which we normally do on Monday for Money Monday. And Josh is with Aptus Wealth Management, and they are about managing your money, growing your nest egg, getting you to financial independence later on in life. Josh had some conflicts. I had some conflicts on Monday, so we're catching up here on Thursday. And don't forget, catch us on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show tomorrow night at 7 p.m. and then We replay that show on Saturdays at noon, a great way to get to know concepts that relate to you growing your nest egg and not getting a nasty surprise when you get to retirement. You can contact Josh and the Aptus team at 614-917-1040. You can also make an appointment online for your free no-obligation consultation by going to their website, AptusWealth, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. And as we do on Mondays, Josh, we talk about the news events of the day and the big news last night in the financial world, at least, is that uh, Armageddon has been avoided. We have a debt ceiling deal between Biden and Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans. They passed it last night in the House. It's still got to go to the Senate. It's interesting to me, the stock market futures market did not react much to this, which tells me that this is a little bit of a boy who cried wolf thing on the debt ceiling, that if the markets were not, ooh, yay, we're relieved, yay, the futures market can go up, maybe this is what they anticipated all along. Yeah, well, you know, I think we've talked about this on the Friday and Saturday show here previously, and that while the 24-hour ceiling, it could be Armageddon if we don't pass the debt ceiling legislation as quick as possible. I think statistics are, in the last eight years or so, I think we've passed a, a debt ceiling increase about every year and a quarter. So, I mean, this isn't anything completely unusual or new, but I don't think anybody believed they weren't going to come to some sort of resolution. We kind of all knew this was coming. There's still an uphill battle. Nobody's surprised. Josh Pick is our guest. Josh is with Aptus Wealth Management. They're located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750. They offer you a free consultation about your money. Get to know Josh. Get to know the team. See uh, whether you guys are a fit. Uh, I'm a client, and I would highly recommend that conversation. 614-917-1040, their office number to set up your appointment. You can also make your appointment online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. You know, when I was looking, Josh, at the reaction of the markets to the debt ceiling deal, I was actually surprised to see that the stock market is up 9.3% this year. I mean, that's that's a great year, uh, but it, I don't feel like that optimism sort of is reflected in the way that people feel? Is it because it's been uh, up and down, up and down, up and down, and it's just up now? Or has it been uh, up pretty much since uh, January 1st? Well, it's it's definitely been volatile. It's been up, it's been down, you know, January, February, pretty strong, and then retracted back, then it's bouncing back, retracted back. And then we look at, you know, leave it to the news, right? We look at uh, May as a month, and the big sentiments of May are the Dow is down. And what are the statistics that reflect that it's one of the you know, the anomaly months of all time, or at least the last 10 or 11 years. But the reality is the S&P and the NASDAQ were both up. So, you know, I think a lot of the trepidation and fear that we have as investors is uh, really being placed upon us by, unfortunately, you know, the news telling us how we're supposed to feel. And unfortunately, there's no shortage of things to be terrified about. We have, you know, the debt ceiling increase, 
the Fed uh, raising interest rates, talking about potentially needing to print more money. Uh, we have, you know, some geopolitical issues around the world. There's tons of stuff to be, you know, kind of rattling around in our heads, making us make irrational decisions. But the reality through all of this, Bruce, and I think Warren Buffett said it, you know, if you don't figure out a way to make a money, make money while you sleep, you'll work for the rest of your life. If you can't come up with a methodology, uh, you can't come up with an analytical process for investing and maintaining those investments and being steadfast through these types of times, then you're going to work the rest of your life. So you better have a strong approach that's rooted in actual fact and not emotion uh, to get you through times like these. And that is what they specialize in at Aptus, of course. Have a plan, be purposeful in it, work the plan, understand the plan. Uh, That is what uh, gave my wife and I peace of mind was that when we discussed our future with Josh and our investing with Josh is that we understood the plan. It's a lot easier to stick to something like that and ride out these volatile stretches when you understand why you're doing what you're doing. And I wanted to touch on, Josh, uh, what you talked about, the news, you know, throwing the headlines at us that motivate us to get fearful. And then when we get fearful, we often make bad decisions. I'm curious about like another trend out there in the news and how much you hear from your clients uh, about things like, you know, the Bud Light situation, the uh, Target situation, uh, companies that have like supposedly lost this huge amount in market value because their stock is down. But you don't really recognize those losses until you actually sell the stock. So uh, maybe a two prong question here, like, number one, how do they view that internally as a company? Do they view it like no big deal? We'll bounce back. This too shall pass. And then individually as investors, uh, do you have people who are motivated by or at least holding to like uh, kind of like value, not value investing in the traditional sense of I want to buy something that gives me great value, but they invest according to their own personal values? Um, Well, first to answer your question, do companies care that their stock price plummets? You know, look at Bud Light, for example, and their stock price is retracted, you know, 20 percent or so. Um, certainly companies care. And how those companies are managed is very important. You know, how much pressure is being put on the CEOs, the C-suite executives, all the way down the chain from the board and from their investors. Um, but, you know, ultimately those kind of quick sways are not indicative or representative of the long-term success of that company. Now, we do live in an interesting world where, you know, the sentiments and, and the ideologies of people can make a significant impact, maybe so much that we start seeing companies actually go down from this type of, of uh, you know, emotional uh, attachment towards products. And to answer your second piece of that question, how common is it for people to start investing based upon or to make investment decisions based upon their values, uh, based upon their ethics, all the way down to their biblical beliefs? It's becoming more and more and more prominent uh, in the investing community. I have conversations often these days with clients saying, I'd like to make sure that I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I want to make start making ethical investment decisions on companies that I believe in. And fortunately, uh, the industry is not uh, naive to this. So there's a lot of tools, there's a lot of overlay programs, and there's a lot of investment options that cater directly towards this. So we can really um, customize uh, an investment approach to whatever it is that you want to do 
to whatever level you want to do that and make sure that you feel comfortable about your decisions. Yeah, that's interesting because I was curious as to how easy it is to find out what companies do. I mean, I've Googled before, like, companies that donate to this cause or that cause or or whatever, and sometimes it's hard to find those answers. But you guys, I mean, I was blown away when, when Sherry and I came in and we sat with you, all the tools that you guys have at your disposal in terms of formulating people's investments and an investment strategy and a blueprint so for you guys, you can get to that information, and you can then craft a plan according to what people's values are. Yeah, you know, it, there's obviously some difficulties there, um, so I'm not going to, you know, dance around that. For example, let's say that one of the issues that you had a, a concern about was abortion, very significant topic that uh, people have very strong opinions on. Um, well, where do you want to draw the line, right? Do you want to say, I don't want to invest in companies that directly do manufacture the equipment that does that procedure, and I'm, I'm way over my skis on, on this conversation, but, or, you know, what about just hospital beds? I mean, you know, how deep do you want to go into this? Do we want to not invest in alcohol, tobacco, firearms, for example, uh, or do we just want to eliminate one of those? Some of these things are very, very easy, and some of them become a little bit more nuanced and convoluted, but rest assured that whatever it is you want to do, uh, we have the tools to overlay it and get as close as possible to the objectives that you're trying to achieve. Josh Pick is our guest. This is Money Monday. We do it every Monday or Thursday when Josh and I have other conflicts. And we will be hosting the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show tomorrow night, 7 p.m. It'll replay Saturday at noon. Tell your friends. And uh, you can get with Josh and his team for a free consultation. Set up your appointment online, 614-917-1040. You can also do it online, Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Their offices are located not far from our studio, off Route 750, not far from 23 and 270. Hey, Josh, appreciate your time. I look forward to seeing you in here tomorrow for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Sounds great. So that's interesting that Josh talked about some of his clients are expressing that need to match up their personal values with their investing. That's what I ask you to do in everything that you do is to put your values out there, stand behind your values, vote with your pocketbook, patriotswitch.com slash Bruce. If you want to know how you can not shop at Target, not shop at Walmart, not shop at woke companies that give to causes that you don't support. And next, I'm going to have some thoughts on what we all know is ahead of us. Now that June is here and the month has been co-opted by the LGBTQ movement, what's the Christian response to that? I'll endeavor to answer that for you next. So as we end the show today, I wanted to share some thoughts that hopefully will be instructive for you as a believer, if you have the same faith that I do, as uh, someone who has been saved by God's grace, by Christ's sacrifice at the cross, if you understand that you're not saved by your own good deeds, that we can only be saved by what Jesus did at the cross for us, and that we live obedient to his word out of gratitude for what he did for us, if you understand that, you have an authentic faith. If you're someone who doesn't understand why uh, Christians like me talk about the LGBTQ movement the way that we do, and you fall for the narratives that are presented from that side of the aisle, and you want to understand why I rail against that movement, that ideology, how damaging it is, uh, this is for you. And I would also say that if you are a member of the LGBTQ community, uh, the words that I'm going to say the rest of this segment are also for you, because I want to correct in your mind if you have fallen for the lie that Christians hate you, I want you to understand that we don't. Uh, We don't at all. Uh, 
what we understand is that your rebellion from the way God calls you to live your life is no different from our own. The lack of joy in your life, the lack of contentment in your life, the fact that you're chasing after something that you do not yet feel provides you uh, uh, purpose, direction, and contentment is a feeling that all of us who have come to Christ know very well because the lack of that peace, the lack of that contentment, the lack of that fulfillment in our, in, in our own life is what brought us to the foot of the cross to say, I can't do this on my own. My good deeds, my achievements, my this, my that, none of it is providing me uh, what I believe uh, will never be attainable in my own strength. And so I'm going to trust your word, Lord, that that will be mine if I live obediently to you, if I lay all my sin down and say, okay, I'm trusting you, Jesus, that what you did at the cross for me uh, provides redemption and will make me acceptable in God's sight. That's the only thing I bring. Nothing to the, nothing can I possibly bring um, because I want that for you. And the Christian community wants that for you as a member of the LGBTQ community. The LGBTQ community doesn't want that for you. They require the approval of everyone, the affirmation of everyone, the celebration of everyone, because they don't feel it in their own heart. They are missing it. If you're a member of that community, you're missing it. And I was missing it, not because I was uh, involved in the LGBTQ community before I came to Christ, but because I had tried to achieve on my own. I had tried to be good. I had tried all these things. And all of them left me realizing that, no, this isn't it. No, this isn't it. Man, I wish I sure, I wish I, I still don't have that peace. And when I realized how simple the gospel of Jesus Christ is, that I could never be good enough, that Satan telling me, you're not good enough, Bruce, you're not good enough, you'll never be good enough. The only right answer to that was, you're right, I can't be. But thankfully, Jesus was, Jesus is, and he said, he said, he promised me that his death at the cross and resurrection gave me the opportunity to rise to new life, and that I'm trusting in that promise. And instantly the burden was lifted from me, and uh, I realized a joy and a contentment uh, like never before. And the reason why we talk about the LGBTQ movement and it being so damaging is because we're, we're told in the Great Commission, the final words of Jesus Christ, to his disciples before he ascended into heaven to go into the world, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all of my commands. And if you read the Bible, you'll see that his commands are to live a moral life, not to live a sexually immoral life which is clearly delineated in the Bible that that's what homosexuality and all other deviant uh, sexual lifestyles are. So we live, those of us who are saved, we live by faith. We live by faith in the Son of God. We live by faith in what Christ did at the cross. And a lot of people think that the opposite of faith is doubt. The opposite of faith is not doubt. A friend of mine, also named Bruce, uh, someone that I'm privileged to worship with uh, at my church, Northwest Chapel, in Dublin, 6700 Rings Road, come worship with us Sunday morning, services at 9.30 and 11. Bruce said something uh, one time that was exceedingly profound, and he said the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is self-sufficiency. 
The opposite of faith is self-sufficiency. How many people don't come to faith because they go, no, I got it. I'm good enough. I can do this. I don't need you, God. I don't need you, Jesus. The opposite of faith is self-sufficiency. Well, what is self-sufficiency? Self-sufficiency is pride. Pride. I can do it myself. The first sentence my daughters ever spoke when they were little was a sentence of pride. I can do it. I do it. I do it, Dad. <laughs> it's it's born into us. It's part of our sinful nature. Pride is the original sin. Pride is why Lucifer, who's a fallen angel, Satan, he was the most beautiful angel. He wanted to be God, which is what? Pride. Uh, pride is the sin in the Garden of Eden when Eve decided, oh, man, that apple looks really, really good. I know what God said. Don't eat the, the fruit. Uh, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but man, it just looks so good. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not going to do what God told me to do. Pride. Pride. And so why is pride such an evil thing? Because it causes us not to come to Jesus, not to confess our sin, not to say, I need you, Lord. I need what you did for me at the cross because I can't do it myself. And when we align our mind with God's mind, and when you come to Christ, you get his spirit to live inside you, the Holy Spirit lives inside you, to give you, literally, in the New Testament, it says, the mind of Christ. So if you have the mind of Christ, you are not going to have the mind of the world, you are not going to have the mind of man, you are not going to have a sinful mind that's bent toward doing things that oppose God, you are going to have a mind that aligns you with God. And if your mind is aligned with God, then you're going to think like he thinks, and you're going to submit your thoughts to him. You're going to submit. You're going to be humble. You're going to approach life the way he tells you to approach life. So how does he tell you to approach life? With humility, with deference to him, elevating him, extolling him, honoring him, which is to, as the Bible often says, fear the Lord. To fear the Lord is to have God in the proper perspective. He's God. You're not. What he says goes. Because he loves you. He tells you how to live because he loves you. Stands to reason, right? He sent his son to die for you at the cross. So he would not, after sending his son to redeem you, tell you to live life in a lousy, unfulfilling way. No, he would tell you to live life in a way that is fulfilling for you and glorifying to him. So in terms of Aligning your mind with God, you have to think like God thinks. And in Proverbs 8.13, it says, To fear the Lord, to line your mind up with his, is to hate evil. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. And then it says this, I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. God hates pride because it keeps people from coming to him. It keeps people from recognizing their own sin, recognizing they could not do it on their own, recognizing their deeds are not good enough. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Why? Because I love you and I want you to come to me and I want to fellowship with you forever in heaven. So I leave you with that on this first day of June and hope that it strengthens you the remainder of the month. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.